Hey, what's happening? Welcome to Beers with Nigel. It's a podcast about beer and other things. My name is Nigel. Obviously, that's the title, right? And I've got a co-host. That's Mr. me. Mr. Nick Parker. Mr. Lee Summit Extraordinaire. How many podcasts do you do? Uh, I I have one that I do. Okay. Uh, and then I produce several others. That's that's my point. That's why I've got him on my team because he knows what the hell I push he's the buttons. doing. He just smacks uh, the mic. I'm not gonna hit the mic. But apparently, <laughs> I'm a I'm a shitty producer. Don't don't smack the mic. You're a professional. <laughs> so no, I just you know I wanted to do a podcast. Been thinking about it, and um, Nick came to me and was like, "Hell yeah, let's do it!" And so here we are. Why the hell are we doing a podcast? Well, mostly it's about beer, but it's about other shit too. Um, I have a lot of shit on my mind. Nick knows that. We had a conversation the other day, and we just talk. We talk about it. We talk about a lot of shit, not just beer. Yeah, I think that was about three hours of of everything. There might have been some coffee and some whiskey involved. Well, we do have a new uh, boozy coffee joint in town. <laughs> boozy. Let's call it boozy. Boozy. So yeah, um, we're gonna see where this goes. We're gonna talk about beers, breweries, brewers. We're gonna have some guests. We're gonna do some live shit. We're gonna do all all kind of shit. Um, but let's start with this. Um, for those who are probably listening to this, probably kind of know who I am in the beer community. But let's find out who Nick is. Uh oh. So I'm what? I'm, I'm the boring, basic white guy. You didn't have to tell him you're white. Oh, I guess it is <laughs> video too. <laughs> we got, there's a camera. Oops. On. Oops. <laughs> so what's what's your? Where are you in 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 craft beer? What got you into it? I like beer. Um, look, I'm a kid of Kansas City. I grew up in Kansas City area. Right. I remember when Boulevard was new. Right. So that was that was the entry point to me of what is craft beer. Right. I was a kid. I remember when they first started, they had backpacks, little backpack kegs at Royal Stadium. At the old Royals games, they'd walk yeah. around and that's what they'd, yeah. they'd serve, serve the beer up. That, that's what got me into it. And then I think just like everybody else in the 90s and 2000s, it just kept booming and booming and booming and every year i ask myself is this is this when the bubble bursts because uh, i mean yeah every other industry you see at some point right but the beard just keeps going people are going to keep drinking so i think the i think the big thing and i'm gonna ask i'm gonna ask you this one is is it because anybody can get in is it because there's always another math nerd chemistry nerd that says i'm gonna start the business up and i'm gonna make a good beer well, <laughs> that's an interesting question because I have a lot of brewer friends. And they're all lot, nerds. And, and they're a lot of smart guys, but they're definitely not in it for the money. No, but they're, I think that's what I mean is there's always new people coming in. But you know what they're in it for? It's called craft beer for a reason. They're in for for the craft. So being able to you know, make something that other people enjoy, there's a skill to that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you, you've had shitty beer before. Let's keep it real. You know, know what I'm saying? Look, I've been to St. Louis. I've had St. Louis beer. Oh, you hating on St. Louis? Come on. <laughs> the, the barb has been, has been thrown well, already. Well, look. I mean, look. It's I'm from Kansas City, so it's not going to take long. <laughs> 1985. Oh, uh, that's, that's but but nobody nobody really likes Anheuser Busch products, do they? But there's craft breweries in, in St. Louis. I'm sure there are. <laughs> oh, blood! Apparently, we're going to have to go to we're going to have to go to uh, do a live one in St. Louis to to change your mind. So let me ask you, let me ask you this. Um, what was your, in your estimation, was your first craft beer? Maybe the, you mean that wasn't Boulevard. Well, no. Even if it's Boulevard, what Boulevard was Boulevard Wheat? 
Boulevard Wheat. So that was your first your first thing. Yeah, I what? think that might have been my first beer, actually. Seriously. I think my first beer was a Boulevard Wheat. What the wheat. hell were you drinking in high school? Uh, well, my brother, who's almost five years older, uh, gave me a beer. That was my first beer. <laughs> and what was that? It was a Boulevard Wheat. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know. How, to, how old are you? I am 43. Wow. So that Boulevard is 30 years old. Right, yeah. So you were 13. <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> Like, Mom, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's probably close. I'd say, you know, plus or minus. A so, couple there, yeah. So I'm 10 years older than you. Okay. Um, my first, it wasn't called craft back then. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is I don't think we knew what that term meant. We just knew, oh, Kansas City has their own beer. Yeah. I'll go back further because I, th- I think about we used to drink, like, Michelob. Remember back in the day? Is, was Michelob a craft? But I, but I don't think the term was coined until probably – must have been the nineties. Now see, because I think of Michelob as a Bush product. Yeah, but that's before everybody hated um, Anheuser Bush. So there's that. So, but you know, if if I think back to what was, you know, because think about it, when I was in high school, people were drinking Budweiser. My first beer was Coors Light, right? Right. To drink a Michelob, that was a step up. You well, know, that's a premium. Because it had the it had the foil on there, <laughs> well, yeah, and, yeah, and you yeah. couldn't twist the damn thing off. So that's how I started. But anyway, so yeah, the podcast is going to be about beer. We're going to talk about some of our history. We're going to talk about some of the brewers in Kansas City, the the Kansas City brew scene. We're also going to talk about some shit that's not even in Kansas City. Um, we're and also I think gonna, the beer the beer scene's going to expand. I think oh, absolutely. beyond we're going to go beyond Kansas City. And I think the the fun things going to be is I like beer. Yeah, I like some craft beers. Well, but the, I'm not a beer guy. I mean, in, in my cup sitting here is is actually bourbon. And and don't judge me because I have a bush. Well, a, I, a Bud Light because I, I I might judge you a little bit. <laughs> but you know what? The, one of the things we're gonna do um, for Nick is since he's not a super beer guy, we're gonna transform him. So every time we do a podcast, we're gonna do like some mystery beers. I've got some beers and brown paper bags. <laughs> <laughs> are, we playing, are we gonna play Edward Forty Hands? <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> we might. So we'll drink. We'll drink some. We'll drink some beer. We'll talk about some beers. We'll actually do some. Un, we'll probably go check out Untapped and see what some people about, say about some of these I've beers. I've never done Untapped. That's another thing we're going to do. We're going to get him on Untapped and get him checking in beers. And you know, I, you know, you're you're like a, a blank slate. That's I'm gonna true. Dig it. And you know, the the closest thing I came to Untapped was in the late '90s, early 2000s. It was probably mid mid late nineties. Right. Do you remember the old old Chicago? They had the beers around the world tour. They still do that. That's the closest thing I ever came to to what you do on Untapped. They still do that. The, the analog version. Basically, they, they, they still do that. Is that still a thing? Yes, it is. Um, and so one of the things we're going to be talking about, probably every damn podcast, because it's kind of dear to my heart, diversity and inclusion. You know, being a Kansas City beer guy in some of these breweries, I'm the only black guy. Nigel. Just, Nigel. Yes, sir. You're black. Actually, I'm British, so there's okay. that. So, <laughs> so, so we're, we'll be talking about some of those things. We'll get some guests on talking about that kind of shit. Um, also, one of the things I really want to do is bring some people, just beer lovers. There's some people in Kansas City that are out of their minds. Um, one of my buddies who will bring on, Scott Kranz, at, at one point, if you ever check his untapped, it's out of control, Gary Monroe. You know, if there's a beer release, they are there. So there's a lot of passion in Kansas City about beer. Um, you know, I'm one of those beer nerds. I'm a beer snob as well. Um, 
But I think what we're going to do is have some fun and bring you into our little beer world. Because, again, Nick is – you're kind of a neophyte, I guess. Yeah, but, but, yeah. But, you know, but you, you just need a coach. Look, everybody needs a coach. Put me in coach. Everybody needs a coach, right? Put me in coach. There we go. When's the last time you had a coach? For anything. I don't I don't I don't want to go back that far. You don't. I don't you don't. Nineteen ninety three? What the coach of what? What were you being? Baseball? Coached? Volleyball? Oh, oh, you were a baseball player. Baseball, volleyball, one of those? You're a volleyball player. Volleyball and baseball. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. Mediocre. 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 Yeah. So let me ask you this. Since we're talking about beer, what's your what's your go to now? What do you what do you like now? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to a stout usually. A stout. Do you have a particular stout you like? Uh, I do have a couple of local craft favorites here in Lisa? that I like. I like the uh, the 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 coffee stout at French, Madam uh, X, uh, Madam X, uh, grains and taps the um, the Gullywomp. That's a good one. Yeah, probably my two two local favorites. I mean, look who doesn't who doesn't want a Guinness every once in a while? Like right. you want to eat a loaf of bread or have a beer? I'm going to have a you know Guinness. Well, Guinness is is like a meal. Right, that's what I mean. It it's, is. it's a loaf of bread or a beer. And it's keto. Is it keto? Or or is it... I, no, no. Not no. keto. I think it's... Uh, <laughs> In the anti-keto. What, what's, what's the other one? Not keto. It's uh, uh, gluten-free. Is it really? That's that's my understanding. I could be lying. You know, and right here in town, we have a uh, a gluten-free beer company. You told me that. Yeah. Um, have you had As a matter of the, fact, their have, office is like two doors from your house. Have you had them? Yes. It's a, you know what it... it it's a good lawn beer. Like if I'm if I'm gonna sit on a riding mower and and do a couple acres, right? Which I, I don't have. <laughs> right, by the way. Like, Exaggeration there. <laughs> that's what I'm drinking. Lawn beer. Mowing the mowing the lawn. I'm drinking that beer. That's, well, we'll that's definitely what it tastes like. we'll definitely have to bring those in and because I haven't had them and we'll have to try them out and give them a little uh, taste taste through and see. If, if we like them. And I'm looking forward to you bringing some of the guests you're going to bring on. I think that's yeah. for, from my background and my world, I, I love that kind of thing. Yeah, it's, it's going to be some some weird fun. And I like that we're going to we're going to we're going to talk about a little diversity and we're going to make people uncomfortable. I love that. You know, I had to, I had this conversation today at my day job. Um and it's a shame that a certain person at my day job who is in charge of a certain department gets uncomfortable with that sort of thing. It's fucking 2020. Let's keep it real. Everything is for everybody. You know, I have no problem going into a brewery and being the only brown person or whatever. Some people do. Is that odd? Is it odd? Yeah. Does it feel weird? For me? Yeah. No. Although, I mean, you're a pretty outgoing, gregarious. Well, you don't have a problem walking into a crowd and and not knowing anybody. This is how I explained it. I grew up in England. I, I lived in London for years. Which it was, you know, potpourri. When I lived in Ipswich, which is about 60, 90 miles northwest of northeast of London, I was it was me, my brother, and my other brother, and two other girls. We the only black people in the school. Never thought a thing about it. Never thought a thing about it until I came to the states. And so, me growing up, I think I had the benefit of not growing up looking at race, right? So, when we talk about it here in the states, we talk about seeing people that look like you. Right. And that's a big deal. I mean, right. we, in this very town, we've right. had that conversation for right. 18 months, right? right? But what you're saying is uh, you didn't even really notice that not everybody looked like you or that only three other people looked like you. In England, you. It, it was it was, it was was never a thing. It was not 
It, it literally it wasn't until that's I, a perspective that's tough for me to understand. Yeah, but it was it was a thing when I came. It was a thing when I came over here. But again, you know, I'm over here at twelve, so I'm pretty much, you know, figured out or ingrained on how you it's were not full a thing. into angst mode at twelve. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you know, when I came over here, I, I never even 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 now, I just I, it doesn't phase me. But I but I understand how it does phase some people of color to go someplace where. They're the only person there. Um, inter- interestingly enough, when I went to this beer festival in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Fresh Fest, in la- last August, um, went to a symposium, and I guess some cities have issues getting women in breweries. Not here. You go to Boulevard, you go to any brewery in this town, there are women. Every time I go are to you Bo- just drinking? They're drinking. Okay. They're beer drinkers. Because I, I, I can't think of any female brewers. Uh, well, there's two in Kansas City. There's Bree Burroughs, who is who is calling me? Somebody, somebody Some, wants my attention. Somebody, let's, somebody, let's, somebody's hitting uh, Nigel up. Oh. Sorry, <laughs> I should. Oh, I, I thought we were gonna have a guest. Uh, Our first guest. <laughs> I should call him back, <laughs> Stephen. I'm doing a podcast for God's sakes, but he wouldn't know that. But there's Bree Burroughs, who is the head brewer at Big Rip in North Kansas City. Awesome, awesome woman. And then there's Courtney Service, who. Owns the brewery. Is this the hat you're wearing today? Yeah, service brewing. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's in uh, on uh, Johnson Drive in Shawnee. She's another great brewer. So, but there are plenty of women who drink beer. Have you been to the Boulevard Beer Hall? Uh, not for a couple years. Every time I go in there, dude, it's seventy five percent women. Every time, every time. It, it Their just event is. space is, I think, especially the third floor, especially. Yeah. Is one of the best event spaces in the metro. Well, that's what happens when you get bought out by a giant conglomerate, and you get. A f- it was like that before he sold. I mean, he built that place before he sold. No, the beer hall, the beer hall didn't happen until they got sold. Really? So you remember where the brewery is, and they yeah, had that, yeah. that little small. You do the tour, and you end up in that little small bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That building next door is a three-story building. Yeah, that's the beer hall. That came after the sale. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes, I was thinking that was right before the sale. No, that was when they when they moved. No, when Oma Gang and and Duval bought them, and out. I like the second floor too. The little the second floor Where bar. The, yeah, that's, you do that's like seventy five people. That's the beer hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. No, it's it's you know. I did a March Madness party there once. Really, that was fantastic. You know, that's the one thing about I, I love about Kansas City, the venues, the little the, from the smallest ones to the biggest ones, they're all unique. Um, you know, I love to spend a Saturday and go all the way west and just hit breweries all the way back to Lee Summit. It's the most beautiful thing. Um, I th- you know, Kansas City's kind of behind the curve when it comes to breweries. We, I think we're like 45, 50. People are like, oh, it's too many breweries. I'm like, you need to go to Portland or you need to go to – So how LA. does that compare to other, other metros then? Um, Portland, uh, Oregon. Right. Shit ton of breweries. Boston, shit ton of breweries. Denver? Sh- a double shit ton. Um, I think that the, I think Portland has the most breweries per capita in the world. Wow. Yeah. Are we can we quantify shit ton? It's it's like fifty eleven. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big number. It's a big number. But you know, but Kansas City, think about it. Boulevard is thirty. Take a guess what the next oldest brewery is. I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, up in St. Joe, there's one. Well, just just give me a number. Give me a year. How many years 15. old? No. 
seven. Really? Seven, and then there's probably six, uh, maybe a few fives. But there's there, in the a- last two years, there's probably been 25 breweries or something like that. It's the number where we are right now, it's staggering. Well, and I think I think you hit on earlier the the, the word craft. I think you know, people like that craft, and there's a movement for things that are handmade, things that are done by somebody that you know that they've worked through the process. I mean, that's why we're seeing all of these. You said forty some now right. breweries. We've got micro distilleries happening. There's a couple of new uh, carpentry shops that are making furniture by hand that are yeah. killing it. Yeah, in town. So I think there's that crafted thing that people are returning to that i think people people want that they don't want the stuff that's made in a five hundred thousand square foot facility they want something that's made in an old church that was converted into a brewery right well well think about it um like grains and taps down the street from where we are you know was a tap room and now they're a brewery their their bar top that concrete bar top is built by somebody local yeah, by by a maker that's Brian Smith, three blocks. Yeah, a very, a very old designs. Yeah, and so he also did um, East Forty in Blue Springs. He did uh, Windshift. Um, there's a bunch of guys who have who have um, contributed to building these breweries. You know, not just the infrastructure, but the de- design and look. Mac Lampkin, who owns um, Diametric, he's designed five breweries. Pathlight Brewing, this that's in uh, Johnson County, that's the latest one he's designed. They're opening in like April or May, so there's all these ancillary. Is that how do you, is that how you pronounce that? Ancillary. 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 So words are hard. Yeah. You know. Um. All these things. Are, I'll be the word nerd. Thank you. You can be the beer nerd. Well, you have to understand when I when I do trivia because um, for those that don't know, I do trivia two nights a week, and people will correct me, and I thank them. I don't judge them. Because words are hard. Because sometimes I don't look that shit up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got time to do all that. And even if I, even sometimes when I look it up, I still screw it up. But back to what I was saying, there's a lot of things that are craft beer related in this town that are. And we're going to dig into those. Yeah, that are not just brewers. I mean, the people the, the people who drink beer in this town have some of these great stories, man. I mean. Some people are traveling traveling across the world to go experience Oktoberfest. The real, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, and it's probably like this in any community, but we're going to explore, you know, every man. But, you know, some of the things are, you know, off the beaten path, for instance. You know but I think saying? that's why those, those tap rooms are really getting so big. They are now. It's because it's just, you go sit and talk to people and think about the communities that form with all these different tap rooms and beers. It's like you know the people after a while. You know what it is. You know you know who you're going to see, and you know, they're your friends. You know what it is. Like when I went to England last year, they call them taverns. It's the neighborhood tavern. That's why Fringe and Grains and Taps and Diametric, they're neighborhood bars. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, wind shift wire work on Fridays and Saturdays. Plug. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's... Who would have thought of of I seventy and Woods Chapel that that would work? No, no, and I, I'm a Blue Springs kid. I grew up there. That I never that, would have thought that. I see the same people every weekend, plus new people, because people are like, "There's a brewery here," you know what I'm saying? So, you know, and that goes back to 
um, there was a lot of people drinking beer, but a lot, most people were still drinking regular beer. And it's there's an there I there I say an untapped, you know, segment of the population who have not even who don't even know what's in their neighborhood, much less people of color. I mean, as, as many breweries as, as there are in Kansas City proper. Ain't no brothers up in there. Ain't no sisters up in there. <laughs> ain't no Latinos up in there. You know what I'm saying? But it, it's one of those things where it just needs to be presented. Hey, this is in your hood. This this is cool. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's where we're going to have some beers with Nigel, Nigel Tours. Okay, yeah, I, can, yeah, yeah. I, I know the words. I just can't say them. Yeah. Beers with Nigel yeah, yeah. Tours. Yeah, that, yeah we, we've talked about this. Uh, you know, as I we, just, I'm going to slide it until it happens. I'm just going to keep saying it. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Wow. wow. <laughs> I'm here all week. So, no, I mean, you're right. I mean, that the beers with Nigel thing has a, has a weird history that we'll get into later, how it all came about. But, you know, why not, why not make it a, a more of a brand? What the fuck? Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know enough people in the, in, in the beer industry and, and really, my passion is I really want to further diversity in this, in Kansas City. That's really what I want to do. That's what I'm passionate about. Um, it's going to happen. We're going to make that shit happen. You know, but it's going to take a concern. That's the hook, by the way. Yeah. That's where you, you pulled me in. Yeah, and that's, and, and that's going to be a concerted effort, not, not just for – it's not – the onus is not on the breweries, even though they have part – part of that but it's it's on everybody to say hey how do we do outreach to say hey this is a thing in your community come check it out you know i'm 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 weird when i go to beer festivals which i go to a lot of beer festivals i go to a lot of i you know i've probably been to every brewery in kansas city every one of them and when i go in there and i see a brown person or a black person i get excited i'm like well how'd you find this shit because that's, you know, the minority, right? And I, I want, and I want to, I want to know their story. You know, one of my favorite, what I did um, last year's a, a good beer festival at Parkville. Um, that's a very cool beer festival, uh, professional brewers and home brewers. And I saw this group of black people, and I went running to them like, "Oh, black people, we got, <laughs> we got to take a picture." You know, because it was because you don't see that. You know, it's it's just a it's. I it's feel like a, this is a reverse Blazing Saddles. Yes, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. So, you know, it's it's cool to see that happen. But, you know, there's work to be done in Kansas City and, and, break. and every other, you know, I'm, thirsty, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a yacker, so. Beer break. Um, you know, can, can, I, can I ask you a question? Sure. Can I, can I have my mystery beer? Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to do mystery beers. This is the first beer of Beers with Nigel. <laughs> you know, like there, there is video on YouTube, so people can see this. Yeah. But but for those that are just listening, this is this is very clearly a bag swiped from a uh, a, a golf course somewhere. Shout <laughs> from, out from from like 1992. Shout out to my boy Anthony. <laughs> I won't give you a last name. Maybe they're looking for you. So here's a brown paper bag. I'm right going to say Lock Lloyd, 1997. <laughs> Now, do, I, do I get to see, or are you going to leave it in the bag? Um, I don't know. Let's see what's in there. Oh, this is some local shit. Uh, all right. I'm good. I mean, I'll, I'll, I can pull it out. 
That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's always safe. <laughs> I'll, I'll let I'll let you read it. All right. What do we got here? Oh, this is the uh, service that yep. she was talking about. Yep. Rocky Road Rise Up. Flavors of chocolate and coffee. Hey, should I just read this? I'm just gonna give you the synopsis. Sure, go, I feel go, like I feel yeah, like go for it. This is if you open up your TV guide. This is the show synopsis right here. Go for it. Rise up. Flavors of chocolate and coffee dominate our seven percent sweet stout, which is used as the base for many fun adjunct adjuncted 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 stouts. I I don't know that fits there. I'm gonna look at the editor and me. <laughs> I'm questioning the I'm questioning their 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 words here. Uh, this version features cocoa, cocoa nibs, marshmallows, and almonds. So it's a milk stout. Well, I'm excited about this one. You want to crack it? This is a good. Do I, I'm gonna let you do the first pour. It's your show. No, yeah, no, you do it. Cause you, all right, you. Well, look, I don't want to take over here. I, I'm already having trouble like being quiet, <laughs> like not being the why, host. Why do you? Why do you? <laughs> why do you need to be quiet? Let, let Let Nigel have his own show. That's what I keep telling myself. Oh, that's fine. That sounded good. It does sound good. I'm trying to pull it up on Untap so I can. Oh, okay, you got a lot. Which one was it? The Rise Up. I'm doing a bad pour because I'm trying to like be clever and not hit the mic. Rise Up. What was the? What was? The, what was it? Rise Up. What? The Rocky Road Rise Up. Rocky Road. So I'm going to pull that up. Let's see if I can even read it. I'm going to note here for the record, too, that while this is our first uh, well, I've never checked this in, actually. So we'll see if this actually makes the cut for our first show. I mean, it should. So this has never, never been checked in and untapped. So. Now, let me ask you a question. Okay. You are a beer snob, a beer nerd. I, I, you just did what I was going to ask you. Do you. Is this like wine? Do you got to take a sniff before you go? Do you, yeah, I, I always, is there a little swirl? Is there a spit afterward? <laughs> Do you, you, do, you do, not, do you spit or swallow? Sir, you do not <laughs> you do not spit out the beer. No, I always put my nose in it. I mean, I got a big schnoz. Me too. Have you have you met me? That's true. Um no, I, I put my nose in it because I want to I want to catch those flavors. One Ooh, of the that, one of, that chocolate hits yeah, you hard. One of the things I've done is I've been a beer judge. And I'm by no means you know uh professional, but I've been coached up by some guys who um have coached me up on how to, you know, to uh, taste and do all those things, and so you kind of put your nose in there, and you know what, I like that. and and ask what do you get? You know what I'm saying? It's a the nose is fucking ridiculous. I mean, seriously, I I just opened a Russell Stover's. Yes, and and the beautiful thing about it has been sitting in that golf bag, <laughs> stolen golf bag, <laughs> and it's it's not very cold because a stout you don't want it to be cold. You want it to be just no. you know. So let's taste it. Let's do that. All right. Yeah, that's fire. That's that's delicious. That's like candy. <laughs> that's by the way, we just had the holiday season. Yeah. I don't want chocolate pie. I want this beer. Yeah, that's delicious. Yeah, I don't know what else. I don't know how else to revere, re, uh, review. I'm surprised it's never been checked in. It's, that's weird. We're gonna check it in though on this show. So all you, right. So here's my here's my question. Okay. And I've always uh, I I have other friends that do the untapped. I'm gonna, you're going to be my check picture. Why? <laughs> I was going to give you finger guns, but I was like, hey. <laughs> why, why do I want public record of my drinking? 
That's that's always what I ask myself. Well, this is the thing about Untapped. You don't, it doesn't have to be public. You don't have to post it. Like I told you, the only reason I even put it on because <laughs> funny story, you can post to Twitter, you can post to Facebook. So when I first got it Untapped, it's on, and I every time I was checking in the beer, it was on Facebook, and somebody was like, "Quit drinking." <laughs> <laughs> So I don't post it to Facebook, but I, I do post well, it to Twitter. Well, that shows our age, by the way. We use Facebook. Well, I use it for pr- promotional uh, things only, unless I go on a good trip. Um, but, no, I I put it on Twitter because I have a lot of beer followers. You know what I'm saying? I wish I could post to Instagram, but you can't do it. But, you know, cause Give it I, time. Yeah. But, no, this is a really fucking nice beer. Uh, while we're on that subject. Courtney, well well done. Can we Can we follow – Beers with Nigel on Twitter? Um, can we? Can, not yet. Okay. I mean, you. You know what? Hold on. Let me see what my. What's my Twitter handle? That's. Let's go to the tape, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So we're gonna. While, while you're looking that up, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna give a little background here. Okay. Our, our backgrounds. We are both. We both have media backgrounds. Yours though is in television. And broadcast stuff. I'm an old newspaper guy, right? So while I am, I know how to do the interviews and know how to talk. The video stuff that you're going to edit, yeah. you're going to make that feel. So when we go to tape, that's you. That's fine. Let's go to the tape. Up. <laughs> <laughs> no, my at I, I, in in the last podcast we gave, I gave my wrong at. It's actually at uh, Woodbury. Can I even read that? Bloody hell! <laughs> do, yeah. do, do you need to borrow my glasses? Yeah, Wood, Woodbury, 1966. <laughs> So, so on my podcast that you were a guest yeah, th- recently. They're going to find another <laughs> Nigel. <laughs> you gave, you <laughs> I gave, gave the, the wrong, wrong shit. You gave the wrong at. Yes. <laughs> eh, eh. So what do you think about this beer? I really like this beer. I mean, I, I don't know how to talk beer. But no, this but is, I'm just going to tell you, I like this beer. Bro-ham. I like the chocolate. Broham, this is how you talk beer. Fuck all that about, you know, the nose, blah, 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 blah. Either, either you like it or you don't. That's a good beer. I don't know that I would drink two of these. No, of course not. I mean, this is a you know, this Look, is like I said. I, I mean, I made the joke about it being pie. Right. I mean, this is dessert. No, and and Courtney is very good at doing these these styles that are super delicious. You know, would you want to drink a bunch of it? No, this for me, this is more of a share beer, but it's done well. Yeah, I, actually, I think actually a can of this to split with a friend. And this can is is probably, you know. Probably over a month old, but it's still it's still lovely. That's good. Yeah, you know because literally when I went and picked up this can, they did, um, you know, shout out to Courtney Service. So she's been opened. She hasn't been open a year yet. Has it been a year? Well, she wanted to do a hundred beers in a year, right? She wanted to <laughs> brew a hundred beers. That's a lofty goal. Yeah. Was it a year? I can't. Whatever. I think it, she did like a hundred and thirty in less than a year. Just craziness. So they did this um, when they when they hit 100 before the year. They had this fall party, and I went over there and got a flight, and you know it was all these exclusive releases, and this was one of the beers. And man, they she kills it. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's a, a really chocolatey, rich sipper. Yeah, no, this is this is uh, this this is my after dinner pie. It is. It is. But now, this is my thing when I'm judging a beer or when I'm talking about a beer. Once you learn the style, this is what I hate about people who are untapped and give a beer one star, okay? What the fuck? 
unless it's just bad tasting. Anheuser Busch. But 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 <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. But but let's keep it real. Yeah. You can go to any city in the world and Budweiser is exactly the same and exactly what they describe it to be. Yeah. No, it's not a shitty beer. I just like to give St. You know, crap. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give it, you know, three I'm gonna give it, you know, two and a half stars, but it's if there was something bad with it, then I'm gonna give it a shitty rating, right? I'm gonna burp here on uh, That's what we do on here, we burp. By the way, I, I want you to get a little closer to the mic next time. Oh, my bad. <laughs> eat it. That's what you told me to eat it, right? Yeah, you know, what do you got in? I'm like, you got you gotta get up on that mic. So this is what I there's styles that I might not like, but if I understand the style guidelines, this you know, I'm you know, I'm a fucking weird beer guy because I'm all over the place. I wanna know about the hops and the and the yeast and the malts and but if it if I can go to the the style guidelines and be like oh that's exactly what they describe it to be that might not be my shit but how am I gonna say it's bad because that's not my style right that's rude so like I will have trouble I will tell you I don't like sours oh but I know people who love them broham I'm gonna tell you a story you know I work there. That's my dude, Tony uh, DePlacido at Windshift. I have he does sours like Crane Crane Brewing in Raytown. They do sours. They do sours. They blow you know fucking what are the what are the sourhead shits right 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 right. So Tony does sours. I love sour candies. I just right. haven't liked the sour beers I've had. So this has been the thing at Windshift. People come in there. I don't like sours. I'm like just try this one. He will change your mind. That guy is a master brewer. I'm telling you, easily top five beers in Kansas City. I'm game. I will try anything. Yeah. I, you know, I, I'm, that, not a, see, I'm not a big. That, that's what I'm talking about. Just try anything. Don't be scared. I'm not a big wine guy, but I, I know. I like me some wines. There are wines I like. There are wines I don't like. That's 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 my knowledge, right? You know what I mean? We did a uh, a wine toast tasting one time, mm-hmm. and the guy brought. It, it was like, we had to try five different wines in this city. And and one of them he brought out was a rosé. He's like, ah, I've never had a rosé I liked. He yeah. talked me through it, brought me out one, talked me through it. It was incredible. So sometimes you just got to know what you're getting. You just need to be coached up. You need to be coached up? Put me in, coach. Put me in. <laughs> I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready to, play. to play today. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well played. Yeah, thank you, sir. Well played. Thank you. But no, this, this, is, this is some local shit. So... Funny beer story. So I'm, um, I was in Dallas a couple weeks ago, right? And um, one of my friends, Stephanie, she's like, "Oh, can you go find this beer?" Blah blah blah. So I'm on Untapped, and I go to this. I thought it was a, a brewery. Well, no, she told me to go to this brewery. It was in Fort Worth. I'm like, I'm not going to Fort Worth. So I find it at this beer bar. Um, so they have it's a liquor store, but it has a bar in it. I was like, this is beautiful. Couldn't find the beer. This, 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 um, it's a pickle beer, a pickle sour beer. Pickles are the devil's food. (laughs) I don't know what that cucumber did to you that you need to ruin it. (laughs) I do love a cucumber. Oh, pickles, food of the devil. Yeah. So, anyways, that's your sidebar. (laughs) You digress. I know. So, I go to the store. And I'm like, well, hell, they don't have that beer. So I just pick up some random things. Actually, one of them is in that bag. Uh-oh. Yeah. 
so I get on this. So I'm on several Facebook groups, um, beer groups or whatever. And I went on this one group and I was like, because my girl was like, can you find that beer? I said, well, let me, let me see. I was like, Dallas peeps, who, who has seen this beer? Can anybody get it for me? I'll send you some local shit from Kansas City. This guy is like, oh, I got it. I'll send it to you. He doesn't even fucking live in Dallas. He lives in Denver. And he, he goes to Dallas once a week, grabs the beer. He's like, I'll send it to you. So, you know, this is the, this is the beer community. So I packed him up one of these from Service Brewing, the Grains and Taps beer, uh, Winshift beer, uh, and another beer. And I shipped it to him to fucking Fort Collins. And he's going awesome. to ship me the beer back. That's the beautiful thing about the beer community is that. You I know, love it. It's love, man. And 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 even for breweries, yeah, there's been some shit, shit, some dumbass motherfuckers at breweries that do dumb shit. But anybody walks through those doors, it's all love, mostly. Ninety nine percent of the time, you know what I'm saying? Well, I think we all want to no, know. We all want to know what you've done. Like, what's the crazy thing you're working on? Right, right. right. And like, I'm fascinated by the nerd brewers, like these, yeah, mad scientists, yeah. chemistry geeks. Yeah. That get in there and figure it out. Like, I want to know what's the crazy thing that you're doing. Like, like I didn't love the taste of the beer, but one of our local ones, Fringe, mm-hmm. they did cotton candy beer last year. It was good. Uh, it wasn't my favorite tasting thing. I wouldn't. I, that's not something I would I'm drink not a regular. Have, I'm not going to have more than one. Well, well, think about it, Nick. But how many, how many, how many great but I, I don't like cotton candy, but you know what? <laughs> It was freaking crazy, yeah. and so I'm going to go try it, and I'm going to appreciate that this dude just said, I'm going to make cotton candy beer. When's the last time you had a grapefruit wheat from Fringe? Uh, last week. So you, 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 that's your jam. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> see, I, we see, have I, a local restaurant owner here who told me one time, and it was, it was on my podcast, actually. I had him, and he was describing it. And he said, if Gatorade made a beer, it'd be the grapefruit wheat from yeah. Fringe. yeah. So, it's for what it is. Here, get some more of that. All right. For what it is, it's good. I don't ever drink it, but for what it oh, is, a, the, the, it is a, it is a near perfect summer beer. But 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 the beautiful thing about that beer, and this is the thing, you know, that is a gateway beer. Yes, that's the beer that if if it a, gets a lot of people in their door and it gets them coming and, back. And for a guy or a girl who doesn't like beer, here, try this. Yes. And that's what Tony's good at, but he does it with a lot of different styles. Like he does he does a sour. Like somebody was like, I don't like IPAs. We'll try this one. And I'm talking Tony from uh Windshift. And people are like, Oh, that's not like a regular IPA. Well, yeah, he's trying to get you hooked. You know what I'm saying? Well, and and that's I just like I just like do something crazy. Yeah, like diametric. Like, look, if you tell me you're doing something crazy, even if I don't think it's my thing, like, look, I hate pickles. <laughs> look, I'm a fat man. There aren't many foods I don't like. You're not a fat guy. I, I don't like pickles, but if you tell me you're making a pickle beer, I'm probably going to try it because it's just nuts. So so speaking of crazy, you know what diametric did for Christmas, right? Did you no, hear about that? So no. they So they did, right before Christmas, they did the 25 beers of Christmas. Oh, good Lord. So they took five that beers. That sounds like I would be really drunk. So they took five beers and did five variations of each. And they cha- every fi- every 50 minutes they changed So like the, the deconstructed kicks. thing yeah. with chefs. They were doing yeah. it with. Yeah, just different va- variations. What a shit show that was. 
I mean, they've been open a little bit over a year, and they did that. Thank God I wasn't working that day. <laughs> I, I when I go there, and I and I haven't been there a lot, and and mainly because I'm lazy. I like to be able to walk to my bars. There's nothing wrong with that, grown ass man. I'm, yeah, well, you know, but I feel bad. I like to support my local people. Well, that's why I went and saw Seth today. Yeah. Every time I go, I like to get a flight. I have not had a beer I didn't like. They do a good at job. Diametric. Yeah, yeah. So, what other breweries breweries do you like in Kansas City? Besides, like Boulevard, where 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 have you been? Well, I've been to the four here in Lee Summit, obviously. <laughs> right, because you like to walk. Because <laughs> I like to walk. Um, you know, Crane, Martin City, okay, um, Casey Beer Company, okay. I'm sure there's more you'll name. K- Case, Casey Beer Company is underrated. Here's here's what I like about Casey Beer Company is it's the craft brewer to me that I know what I'm getting every time I order it, no matter which restaurant or bar I'm at. So like they are, they have it down pat. So I have a story. Okay. Um, Casey Beer. So the first time I went in there, I was like, meh, 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 meh. and their room's pretty cool too, by the way. Yeah, their event space. Yeah. So you know, I fussed about it, but then then I realized, okay, they're doing German style beer mm-hmm. to German principles. Not and once I understood that, the last time I went a few weeks ago, I'm like, these are fucking good. Can can I can I be a Casey Dick again? Yeah. They're they're not doing a German beer Anheuser Busch style. What what beer is Anheuser well, I mean, Busch doing? You know what I mean. I mean, it's like look, the, every flavor, everything they do is is to a certain customer, right? Right. right. So they're never going to do a German beer for a German beer drinker, right? They're going to do a German beer for the white collar white guy or blue collar white guy, right in Missouri. So, d- did you know this about KC Beer? All their ingredients are f- are sourced from Germany. Really, that's so incredible. If you should do that's this, probably pricey. You should do the tour sometime. So you do the tour. You go into into their where they their facility where they brew, and they've got these giant murals of the families where they get the ingredients. All right, I I, I am feeling our first uh, road show. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, and they're awesome people, and they're. they're Man, the last time I went there, I'm like, okay, I'm digging it. And, and and it goes back to what I was talking about. Once you understand what style they're doing, then you have a different appreciation as to as to just going into it and say, well, I don't like that because I don't like the way it tastes. And that's what that me being a bitch, the first time I went in there, that's what I did. Okay. You know, so yeah. my apologies to KC Beer. I love you guys now. Love you, love your show. All right, I said earlier uh, stout was my go-to. Right. I, I like deep, rich flavors, and that's just been a thing lately, even when it comes to booze and right. cocktails. What's your go-to? Ooh. You know, I, I, I love a barrel-aged stout. Oh, yeah. A barrel-aged stout. But, I was, but I'm also kind of a, you know, an IPA guy. Yes. You know. I like hoppy. Yes. And, you know, the IPA game right now is – Fruited and all these adjuncts and that sort of thing. Um, adjuncted. Adju- <laughs> Let's say that twice. Are we going a word of the show? Like a word of the day? Adjuncted. Adjuncted. There, there's, our, there's our word of the day. What's an adjunct? I'm going to look it up. You keep talking. Yeah. So, no. My, my style. Have you ever had, ever had a hop stupid from Lagunitas? No. Oh, I'm going to bring that on the show. I've had their beers. Oh, so, it's... You know what? Uh, we'll save this term for another episode. Some people, most people, know what the fuck this is. 
IBUs, International Bittering Units. So um, Hop Stupid is supposedly 100. Once you get one, once you get past 100, supposedly your palate can't detect it. Like there's this stupid ass beer. There's a thousand IBUs. It's dumb. But <laughs> <laughs> but Hop Stupid is it's it's a beautiful hoppy bomb of a beer that you. I, I you, want one now. Yeah, you should experience it. The weird thing is though, it all it it, it used to be only in a bomber. And it was three dollars and seventy five cents at Hy-Vee. And I, the last time I bought it, I bought it. It's in a four pack now, 12, uh, 12 ounce bottles. Different beer, and that happens. So anyway, go back to uh, pulling up a junks. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. In brewing, a junks are unmalted grains such as corn, rice, rye, oats, barley, and wheat, or grain products used in brewing beer, which supplement the main mash ingredient. Hell yeah. The mash, baby. I don't know. That makes no sense to me. I mean, like, I understood the words. You know what we're going to do? We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna take you on a brew day. Yeah. So, um, I did a brew day. With whom? With a home brewer. Okay. And, and I'm going to say home. A local pastor brewing in his church. Oh, I know him. And uh, so, we went on a brew day, the co-host of one of my other shows. We went in on a brew day, and he made the mash right, and all that. Right, yeah, it was right. interesting to watch, but I don't, I don't know what he was doing. We should do one. So most of the guys I know, they'll look, they'll explain every step, and it's you can participate. I think at some point, we, we, you and I, we're going to come up with a beer uh, uh, recipe, and we'll do a collab. It's going to be the best damn beer anybody's ever had. Forever, ever? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of beer, let's go. Let's go to the to the golf bag. You ready for the next one? All right, I'll finish this one up. I, I, I'm not a speed drinker. It's not about speed drinking. We didn't drink that fast. You drank half of a 16 ounce beer. Quit your bitching. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like these are going to be really long episodes. Why? I mean, why not? Oh, this is a good. Either that, or we're going to have to do creative editing. Yeah. Oh, we'll just let it ride. <laughs> oh, so I, I, look at that! I, I just, I just, I saw some dwarves. <laughs> there, there are dwarves. Look, is this the like the Disney of beers? The Disney of so uh, yeah for Le Chouf, which is from Belgium. I discovered this in Dallas. I'd never seen. I I, I love Le Chouf. This is a cherry Chouf. Which is a Belgian ale, um, eight point five percent alcohol, something like that. <laughs> we'll have to look that up on Untapped. Do we have an opener? Uh, no. So we've got a cherry shoof. This is following the Rise Up chocolate beer from Service Brewing Local. That was fantastic, by the way. Yep. This shit's from Belgium, so we're going international. <laughs> Up in this look, bitch. this ain't this ain't just a local show. We we're going international. International players. <laughs> All right, so we've already talked about we're gonna have we're gonna have a uh, we're gonna have a road show tour, right? Podcast tour. We're gonna go do do local brewery. So yeah, so so look, hey, if you want us to come out to your tap room, 
your brewery. We can do a little show. We can bring some people. We can have some fun. Yes. Lobby to us. Yes. Hit us up. Yes. How do you, hit us, hit Nigel up on, on the Twitter. On the Twitter. He's uh, he's he's. I'm, I was gonna give his. I was gonna give his at, but he told me the wrong one. And and when he was a guest on my show, so now I don't. I don't know what his at is anymore. There we do. <laughs> at N Woodbury, nineteen sixty six. That was the year I was born. So we're gonna try this. Uh, I've actually had this before. Does that make you nine years older than me? I'm seventy five. Yeah. You are not seventy five. No, nineteen seventy five. It's like I was bloody hell. Born. <laughs> Look, we've we've had one beer, Nigel. We've had one beer. Math is hard, man. <laughs> You're gonna love this beer. I think I am. Okay, I'm gonna while you're while you're pouring. Right. Uh, my favorite of the fruity beers because you talked about there's a lot of fruity stuff happening lately. Right. Abita makes a strawberry. Here, drink that. Every, once a year. Abita. 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 Oh yeah, from New Orleans. They yeah. make a strawberry every year. Actually, That's they're, actually, they're, actually, they're not from New Orleans. They're from Abita Springs, which is across Lake Pontchartrain. Okay. Which is one of the greatest um, beer tours ever. My brother used to wait for them to come out, and then he would hit like Lucas Liquor here in KC yeah. and buy them out when they would when it would come in to make sure he got enough. They actually do a very nice root beer as well, non-alcoholic. Yeah, it's fucking fire. Wow. Yeah. And okay, this is not beer, but have you had the Uncle Bob's root beer whiskey? I've had no. I've had other ones. It is look look. There's nothing fancy about it. There's you know it's not a. It's not a great whiskey, but it is like drinking those old barrel candies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's cool. It's so good. That's cool. All right, here put, we go. Put your nose in that, though. Oh, man. Some, well, when I, I poured it to somebody else, and they were like, That oh, is like cherry pie filling. They, so what, somebody, I'm, like, I'm talking about pie a lot today. <laughs> well, somebody tried to say, well, it, it's like cough syrup. No, no, no. No, I don't get that. I don't get that. No, it's not medicinal. It's like cherries. No, no, that's, I don't get that weird medicine that's like that's good that's delicious that's that cherry that's cherry that's, that's cherry pie filling that yeah that's what that is that's easy drinking yeah for 8.5 percent like i for, feel i feel like this is the one that you drink and all of a sudden you stand up and go, oh i've had three of those <laughs> <laughs> did i say it was 8.5 percent that's what i mean oh I had three oh, of it's, those. it's only eight percent it's fine yeah, you're, you'll be you're fine good. you're good but yeah, it's um, the average rating on this. If is anybody's like, worried, we both walk home from the studio. That's true. I mean, it's you know on Untapped, obviously it's, it's zero to five. It's averaged over. It's four point three. Just the average. Average ratings. Just everywhere. Yeah, it's fucking badass. That is fantastic. Yeah. You see what I'm saying, son? I'm gonna coach you up on some beers. There we go. I'm good with this. Because, you know, this is the thing about Kansas City. There's a lot of beers out there, man. There's a lot of really, really good beers. I want to know everybody's favorite beers, and then I want to drink them. That's where Untap comes in. <laughs> but, I mean, that's the thing. It's like I want to see what, what, what does everybody think they're – what does everybody else think is awesome? And then I, let me try it. Well, I think every, every brewery – So, like, I want to meet a brewer and say, what's your favorite one to make? What's the- uh, that's the- try doing that at Diametric. They got twenty four beers for God's sakes. He's not gonna. Yeah, but they have like seven guys too. They have four guys. All right, whatever. All. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Never let the facts get in the way of a good story. Well, there's that. 
you know, I think for a brewer. But I mean, but I'm not just like, what's your favorite one? But but like, what's the one that when you Make are it. brewing, you're like, I want this beer. Yeah. Like, what is that? Because you don't start making craft beer because you, I mean, you have one, you you have a flavor you want to hit. That's why you start, right? Well, you know, funny, funny story. You used to say that. So I mean, because I'm a cook. There are flavors I want to hit. Yeah. So there's a there's an event every year called Big Brew Day. It's National Home Brew Day around the United States. And so one of the things for the last five or six years that Boulevard has done has invited ZZ Hops to brew a beer on their premises. Nice. Right? And so every year I'll shoot a video, go down there and do a video for the club or whatever. And so the last time I did a video, I think there were eight or nine guys who were brewing. What they did, they brewed. Everybody brewed the same beer, and they dumped it into a barrel that Boulevard gave them, gave them, and let it set for like six months, and it was fucking ridiculous. Wow! So when I was shooting the video, I was like, my, you know, we're going back to asking what sort of questions you ask. I had one question for everybody: Why do you brew? And I'll never forget it. Mac at Diametric. And it, and it, and it, based on what they do now, he's like, I just want to explore st- the styles and go outside the boundaries of those styles, and that's what they do. And I think any brewer has an idea of what they want to do. Style wise, they they might want to do some classics like a pilsner or an IPA or stout, but they also want to. You know, right now, it's the wild, wild west for, right. for ingredients. So any any brewery you go to these days is going to have all these extravagant things. Now, there's some, you know, there's some breweries out there that do those extravagant things. I mean, there's a Mexican lager at Diametric, one of my favorite beers. But that's a good, nice beer now for you who don't who doesn't get out because it doesn't you can't walk uh, there's that <laughs> <laughs> um at stockyards can't stockyards stockyards cerveza royale so so it's a mexican lager so ridiculous so delicious so simple anytime i find that they had it at the high v over here you know they'll give you the 25 ounce mug i'm like sign me up for that so there's there's breweries out there that do just classic styles like my dude um, Nolan is opening uh, uh, Transparent Brewing down by Gail's Harley Davidson. He's doing session beers. You know what a session beer is? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. So session beer is low ABV. You can drink three, four, five of them and drive your ass home. It's a sessionable beer. Okay. Okay. So it's not. So his his he's going to do things that are low ABV. Or we used to call it Kansas beer. it ain't wrong kansas has changed it's true but eh, it used to be yeah true true so you know those you know those breweries because this is the deal yeah you can do all these things with the adjuncted beers (laughs) there there you go um but most brewers will tell you if you can do a pilsner or a lager, if you can do it well, you're a good brewer because you can't hide shit because there's nothing in it. Do many people are many people doing? I mean, are there very many that just I'm going to make a good lager? 
Absolutely. Or is there just not a market for that, really? There's, there, there is a. This is the thing. If you come into a brewery and you're a Budweiser guy, it happens all the time at Windshift. What's what's the lightest beer you have? Right. Yeah. That that happens. So you have to have something that's going to get the masses excited. But I mean, you know, at least for me, yeah, I like all the fun things, blah blah blah. But a lot of times, I'll be like, okay, just give me that lager, you know. Well, and and, and I asked so like you know I I. I do a lot with Downtown Lee Summit and volunteer for their big Downtown Days Festival. We always, every year, it's when we're trying to see which distributor is going to supply our beer. And, you know, we always think it's fun to have all the craft beers, but man, you get some people who are like, I, I just want a Bud Light. And that goes back to my point that I said a little, a little while ago. Most people are not craft beer drinkers. That's a small segment. And I think there's a lot of people who just, that I don't, why do I want to change? I know what I want. I want this. Bro, when I was in England last year, you know, I was just taking trains everywhere, walking around, finding breweries. Lo and behold, I see this dude with a suitcase of Budweiser. Even in England. Why? Not er- Not everybody. I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> not everybody knows, you know? That's not, true. Not everybody knows. That's true. I mean... If you took 10 of your friends, that's probably not a good idea. Because most of your friends are, are would drink a craft beer. Yeah, that's true. And probably most of mine would too, so does that. So never mind. For, so, no, okay, all right. But but look, I'm going I'm to say this. So um, my side of the family, my family is are not big the, the crazy beer side. drinkers, right? Well, we, we grew up Mormon. Independence brand of Mormons. Right? Seriously? So not a, lot of, not a lot of beer. Seriously? Yeah, Independence brand. So, but my wife's side of the family, they all like beer. But it's funny. So I can, I know, I will tell you now which members of the family will be bringing which beer to every family gathering. Like there's, there are one, there's one, he brings Kerr's Light every time. Kerr's. Kerr's Light. My father-in-law, Bush Gold Tops. Okay. Every time. That's fair. There's another set of people, they're going to bring Bud Light okay. every time. I mean, it's just like some people, they have right. their, this is my beer. This is what I drink. I drink. What are you giving me? <laughs> right. I'm like, what, I'm what's, like, what's on tap? Right. What What do you have? What's on tap? Right. What are my choices? Right. Yeah. Now, and I, now, if all I have, no, I gravitate lately. Yeah. I've gravitated to to the stout and the rich flavors, but I like other things. If If all I have is Bud Light to drink, I'm gonna drink it. I'm not gonna be happy about it. Well, whatever. I'm no, gonna look, drink it. There's a time for a Bud Light. Yeah. Look, if I look, you want to throw a lot down one night? You want to get it on? There's nothing wrong with Bud Light. I wish that was me, sir. I'm I'm the guy. I'm looking at the board. I'm like, ooh, there's a 14 percenter. Give me that. Stupid. Yeah, but I mean, look, look. If you know, all right, <laughs> you're at the lake for a weekend, and you know it's going to be a whole lot of beer drinking. Have you met my friends? <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Bad analogy. <laughs> Bad the, analogy. The, the last time we were on. We're on, on Lake Lottawana, which is a lake here in Lee Summit. Boy, it's actually Lake Lottawana. The last time we were on it, the lake. It's its own racist yeah. subdivision. So, um, oh, sorry. Did I say that out yeah, loud? Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> right. um, it's so, not wrong. Chris, you know, the guys you know, Bob and all those guys. Right. Hey, we're going to meet in the bubble. Let's probably bring some beers. You think they're bringing Bud Light? No, it's, it's a bottle shit show share of all these big-ass bottles. That's true. 
It's it's always a bad idea. Well, and and last year we were at Lake of the Ozarks Fourth of July okay. weekend every year. Uh, so last year uh, I made a giant, you know, the big igloo coolers. Our buddy Seth gave me a uh, Revolutionary War era cocktail mix that I made big batch of. Nice. We called it Freedom. <laughs> but it didn't free you. <laughs> For every shot you take, a red coat falls. <laughs> Hold on, man. I'm British, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> sorry. That's rude. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Sorry, not sorry? Is that the hashtag? Sorry, no, not sorry? No, no, You know, you're you're a refugee. You know that, right? Squatter. <laughs> Squatter. Squatter. <laughs> Yeah, I'll take it. That that cracks me up. People are like, oh, it's in our country. No, you stole it pretty much. Well, yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Get out of here. No, well, I'll own that. I'll own that. Well, at least you will. Yeah. No, I'll own that. Not to go political. No. But, yeah. I, that just cracks me up. I'm like, America. No. No. You stole this motherfucker. Yeah. If I, if I come to your house, then you're on vacation, and you come back and I'm there. Or maybe you're just there, and I just kill you. Wow! Does that make me now? You now you're getting dark. <laughs> Why is it always about race with you? <laughs> no, it's about it's about squatting. <laughs> it's about this is the squatters. Right, right, right. I got squatters rights. You can't move me out. You weren't here. Pay pay my light bill. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody so hell. anyway, Bloody I, hell. I, I I I drank down a lot of red coats over Fourth of July. I did. You did. How many minutes are we in? Uh, well, uh, I think we're about 50. 50? <laughs> yeah. If it's a, if it's any consolation, so, you know, the co- the, the podcast I listen to, um, not Beers with Nigel because I haven't listened to it yet, um, Drinking Partners, there's just 90 minutes. Easy. And I listen to the whole fucking thing every time because it's so fucking ridiculous. Well, I, look, I, I think this is something to be said for two guys just having a lot to drink while we talk. And we're going to have some cool interviews. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that part of it. And we're gonna do some tours. We're gonna meet. We're gonna meet some brewers. Yeah. We're gonna meet some drinkers. Yeah, we're gonna meet some people that just hang out in the industry. I think this is one. I think this this first episode is a keeper, though. All right. I mean, why not? Why not? Why? I mean, why not? Well, we've only had two beers. We got one more to go. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> we go. <laughs> Bloody hell, mate! <laughs> you. <laughs> Do I need to, dude, you can walk like, home. Like I'm not, I'm not drunk enough to start doing my fake British accent. You can do it any time, mate. You know what I'm saying, mate? I mean, can, I've got, I've got booze in this one, and then we're on our second. You've been beer. nursing that motherfucker right <laughs> well, there. Well, I, look, I kind of knew what was coming. I got, did you? I knew what was coming. You did. Well, I knew you had beer. I could have brought three Bud Lights. I know you better than that. Touche. <laughs> look. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> I'll do some editing and it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Look, I'm 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 excited. I'm excited about this. Uh, I love doing podcasts. I like talking to people. The only podcast you've I- got a great idea. We're gonna drink beer, but we're gonna meet some people and have some fun. And we're gonna talk about some good shit. Yeah. You know, I've only been on one podcast. Really? That's yours. Didn't you start a podcast out of City Hall? I would. That was you. John- and- no, I was. Uh, I recorded it. It was John doing his thing. Well, that was no fun. No, actually, it was actually. If you go, I back, know, but he's my friend, so I don't want to give him any credit. Yeah, that was actually a good thing. Look, you're not supposed to be nice to your friends, are you? You know what? Okay, John. Fine, you did good. Yeah. Whatever. That was my dude. <laughs> we did more shit than you know. Yeah, you 
you know, we have, until we both decided to go out on our own. Right. We never worked together, but we have been friends and in the same industry since college journalism in the 90s. 50, 11 years. 50, 11 years. No, no, no. 50, 11. Well, I can't do that. You can't. 50, 11. 50, 11? 11. There you go. 11. Is that unleavened bread? Uh, <laughs> there we is that go. better? <laughs> so 11 comes from, and I'll have to tag, tag my, my, my buddies, Mark and uh, Ryan. That's a shit ton. Kind of. So there was, <laughs> so you remember Richard Pryor? Oh, yeah. Right? So there was this whole skit where um, his son wanted to go out. And he's like, be home by 1130. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, that's just not happening until 12. Be home by 1130 and bring me a paper. <laughs> now, see, I am at the tail end of Gen X. So, like, so I saw kind of getting older Richard Pryor. The end of his career. What you need, what you need to do, and I, bought, I, I saw the Richard Pryor Gene Wilder movies. Oh, uh, fucking um, Stir Crazy was great Stir Crazy. Movie. Stir Crazy, great is, movie is the first, like the first time I went. I rem- like the first really funny movie that I remember. That's a great like, movie. Like that's the comedy yeah. I, re- you know. Yeah, those those were great movies, man. I mean, towards the end of his life, he he, he was on some bullshit. But, well, yeah, but but he you know he kind of disappeared, then he came back. And yeah, some bullshit. Well, you but, know, you know, cra- you know, fucking cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> and le- and le- and let's let's be honest, there were a lot of those guys then that were hilarious when they were doing cocaine. Yeah, yeah, and they weren't so funny when they sobered up. I'm not saying that's a reason to go do cocaine. I'm just saying. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't vote for cocaine. That's probably not a good idea. Yeah. Um, so, I have a lot of friends that that went to school and trained to be chefs, and then they're not chefs anymore. And the main reason they don't they don't want to do cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> well, my buddy who trained to be a chef, he hated New Orleans, and that was his first assignment. He hated it. Really? Yeah. But he's a, he's I great. I love cook. New Orleans. I've yeah. only been a couple times. But he does. I he love does. New he Orleans. does one of the best grilled cheese ever. He does grilled cheese with tomatoes on it. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> Hello. Does he live here? No, <laughs> Mark, where you at? Are we doing a cooking show? <laughs> Can we change this? We're gonna do a segment. Grilled cheese with Nigel. Well, you know, I just got, I just got a not Instapot. I tell you, I just got a uh, air fryer. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just about to go down in my house, son. Damn. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna have a party. We're gonna do it the the kitchen gadget party. You're bringing your air fryer. I'm bringing the Instant Pot. I, I I don't know anything about the Instapot, but I know people who have it. They swear by it. Oh, I'm an evangelist, man. I've got two of them. You're inst- you're Instapotist. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> no, no, you're you're an apologist. But, for but the, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. I am. Yeah. I am. Yeah, I've done two meals in the last week where I've used both of them. You have two of them. I have two. Wow. Yeah, I know it's nuts. Double barrel and shit. <laughs> like double fisted ain't just for drinking. Oh, <laughs> hey. Hey, that's what she said. Ooh, I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> well, I mean, it depends on the context. Hey, it's true. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> so we're going to. Is gonna, that the headline for the uh, for the first show? Bloody hell. <laughs> no, it's going to be like, what the hell? Yeah. We're going to drink this last beer before we wrap this up. Though. Okay. So going back to the next time, I'll probably just bring two beers. Yeah, I don't know if it's a three beer show every time. People might think we have a problem. 
Well, it's a show about beer and other things. Well, that's true. That's, that's a little that's... sexual. <laughs> so this this beer is from Dallas. So there's a story behind this beer, right? So I went to Dallas because my mother would kill me because she's like, bring my granddaughter down here. So I go to Dallas, hang out with my brother. She doesn't want to see you. She wants to see the granddaughter. Pretty much. Yeah. She gave her $100. She give me give me shit. So go to Dallas. Well, you're a grown-ass man. <laughs> I'll I, I take some cash. <laughs> really? <laughs> Every now and then? Yeah, sure. So we're in Dallas. I wanted to go to this one brewery because my, my, one of my Facebook groups said, like, you need to go to this brewery. But they're having like an anniversary event where it's ticketed for $40. I'm like, fuck that. So I was like, I get on Untapped because that's what you do. Next coast, closest brewery is, can I even read that shit? All right, here oh, you go. Oh, Celestial. There you go. Celestial. <laughs> next time I'll bring readers. Celestial Beer Works. So my daughter, who's 17, we roll up in there. She's never been to a brewery. So you're corrupting the youth of America. Pretty much. Okay. So going to the brewery, I get a flight, get her some water, because they ain't got any soft drinks or whatever. And they were really good. They was It was a nice little brewery. And, and so I was like, let me take some shit home. And if you look at this can, it's called Gold It's a cool-looking design. It's Imperial Stout brewed with um, – it's, uh, it's an experimental yeast and vanilla. That sounds, that sounds like dirty. Like somebody, somebody needs to go to the doctor. <laughs> Look, if you've got an experimental yeast problem, you need to see a doctor. Oh, and speaking of which, we got like a like maybe a little geisha girl on top. I don't know. Yeah, what is that? It's a kind of cool can design. No, actually, I'm gonna say that's more. It looks more maybe a Spanish. So the nice thing about that brewery, um, they had all local art on the walls, which is kind of cool. That looks really cool. So shout out to uh, Celestial oh, Imperial Stout. Oh, that's gonna be good. Yeah. So oh, yeah. no, you crack that uh, motherfucker open, this man. All right, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's get that close. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Well done. I really shouldn't pour that over the <laughs> over the. I mean, you that, know, look, look, Apple products ain't cheap. No, I've said this. I know. And and look, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't work for a, I don't work for a public entity. I don't, I don't get free stuff. <laughs> that shit, that shit ain't free. I got. <laughs> There's some drama behind that shit. Trust me. Do you want a what? Is there something left in there? Oh, there is. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I didn't. I did. Hold on. All right. A little bit left. Hey, cheers to the last beer, my brother, and the first podcast. Hey, thank you for this idea. This is a good idea. I'm excited about this. No, thank you for having the wherewithal and the fucking tools to do it. I mean, that's the thing. This is the, this is easy. This is the easy part. This is fun. Oh, that good Lord. Yeah. I just did a little schnoz first. Yeah, a little schnoz. Yeah. So this one is more of, you know, it's kind of a coffee you kind of get that kind of that that bitterness at the end, you know what I'm saying? I like that after the cherry. Yes. Actually. Ima- so it's almost like you so planned. Imagine you put some of that cherry with that. Oh. oh. Look, okay. You know what they call that? The mashups. Cuvée. 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 Like We're keeping it by fucking French in this business. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when when some of those some of those tap rooms will do do the cuvée. Cuvée, yeah. I feel like I want to say it dirty. Like I want to get all dirty with it. You know, I have to give a shout out to because I had, had never heard the word cuvee, and I was listening to uh, the drinking partners, 
And they kept talking about cuvee. I'm like, what the fuck is cuvee? Well, you know, they would dump a couple of beers together. It's a mixture. It's a cuvee. That's all it is. All right. So you're going to bring two beers next time. Yes. I'm going to bring our next episode. I'm bringing something for it. We're going to have a, have a cuvee. Okay. I'm bringing a couple. I'm bringing like two things in. We're going to mix it up. You said I'm bringing a couple. Did I get to know their names? <laughs> no. We're doing it New Orleans style. <laughs> You're not going to know. Bloody hell. So, yeah, this gold leaf is good. Uh, maybe maybe my version of New Orleans style is different than yours. I mean, you never know. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's a nice finish. After the, after the cherry. Because it's kind of that bitter mm-hmm. chocolate, which I like. And it's it's uh, it's gonna be snobby sounding, but it's 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 just a hint of the chocolate where like that first chocolate we had is is like was in your face. It was all in your face. Take it to the face. <laughs> in the face. <laughs> See, that's the problem with with you have a few of these. There's gonna be no context to us just throwing out references. But but you know what? This is the beautiful thing about it. So my girl, Shalanda, Afro beer chick, she just did her. She's on two podcasts. She just followed me back, by the way. Has and no idea who I am. You, I followed her. As she you followed me back. So her first podcast, so we were cracking up on Twitter. She was like, I can't believe I got that drunk. Because <laughs> they were doing like, they did this du- double barrel thing from fucking, um, uh, what's that What's that brewery in Chicago? What, what I forget the brewery. Um, oh, Goose Island. But oh, yeah. It was it was this, this, this stout that was... Barrel A's twice, fourteen percenter. I'm I'm already in love. That's what I'm saying. And she was like, so, so she was like, sorry, I was drunk. I'm like, no, I, th- I thought I thought her first podcast was great. I, I was impressed by her husband. Um, had no idea he was in the beer game like that. So we're gonna we're gonna have to uh, cuvee with them. <laughs> there we go. Uh, well, you know what? We will do that. Yes. And and even if we can't make it to Chicago for the first cuvee with them, no, we're going to go to Chicago this the, summer. The uh, the technology will bring us all together. It, but no, we're going to Chicago. We're going to Chicago. We're going to Chicago. That's, going that's to Chicago. too easy. It's too easy. Get on the train? Are you kidding me? Get on the train. By the way, I, I may or may not have already looked up that that train cost. A couple what? hundred bucks. We're there. Like round trip? I think so. Yeah, that's fine. Or we can Southwest probably seventy five bucks. Yeah, this is the thing. KC to Chicago. That's like twenty minute flight. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's, a little. It's, it's kind of rude. I mean, you go up, you go down. That's what she said. Phrasing. <laughs> so I, think I like I like that in your podcast. I'm free to do all that. On my podcast, I have to like rein it in. Well, welcome to 2020, my <laughs> There we go. <laughs> so this is the uh, the first episode of Beers with Nigel, a podcast about beer and other things. We talked about a, a random bunch of shit. Apparently, I'm supposed to edit this down. I think it's, it's going to be really long if you don't edit it. Okay, I'm going to shout out my boys, um, the drinking partners. They don't give a fuck about editing. That's true. <laughs> because if, it, if it's That's funny, on my list now. I'm going to go listen to that this weekend. I haven't, I haven't you listened. should. You told you me should. about it. I'm going to listen to that. Dude, they're, they're, they're 240 episodes in, dude. Wow. Ridiculous. That's crazy. You know, I am nearing, so in two weeks, my podcast, I'll have hit number 300. Oh, shit. Really? Yep. Damn. You are, you are OG. <laughs> There's an OG in the house. Some something no one has ever said about this basic white guy. <laughs> no, the original gangster on your fucking own podcast. Three hundred po- three hundred episodes. Are you doing it every week? Uh, well, it, it started out that way, yeah. But now it's it's three episodes a week. 
three episodes a week. Yep. Your wife lets you do that? Well, you know, look, I'm married rich. I married a teacher, <laughs> Nigel. Oh, so I get to do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> Bloody hell, look, mate. Look, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you got to marry rich. Teachers, I married a teacher. Teachers, yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. And I, no, that's 300 episodes. Yeah, no, it's, it's, that's it's, fucking a, strong. it's a good feeling. It's, it's fun to do. We're having a blast. And you know now it's now, going, now going you, into a network. Now now you know why why I got you involved because I'm like <laughs> I mean you got the chops though. Well, no, no I, fucking I, OG. Well, I got chops. I can eat a lot. Maybe we'll have some chops on this show. Probably will. Yeah, we're you, gonna have some cool people on this. show. You know I'm not cutting any of this shit out, right? Uh, probably not. <laughs> probably not. You have you have look. This is the thing. Everything goes. I'm, I'm I'm good with that. Look, the best conversations. Like I, said, like I have done this 300 episodes. I've been a reporter for 20 some years. I don't want to think. I, I the math too hard. Word for words how for, math. for how long? It doesn't matter. There's nothing better than just sitting down and having a real conversation and drinking some beers and drinking some beers. That's that. that I'm, that's the part I'm gonna love about this. I'm I am exposing you to things you've never seen. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the world of beer. In a world. I've had a lo- I've had a lot of beer, but I've never thought about beer. Well, that's the that's the okay. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. It's like I just drink beer. So this is what I want people to take away from this. I want the motherfuckers who know about beer to be like, yeah, he's half half right, <laughs> and the other half be like, I I didn't know that was a thing. But I love the idea that that it's like a community. Yes. Now the beer community is fucking lovely. Um, like I said, my main goal is to, you know, fucking talk beer, fucking live beer and, you know, expose more people to the, to the fucking craft because it's a fucking craft because everybody that I know in the beer community is nothing but motherfucking love, dude. When I show up at a brewery, it's fucking love. Now, granted, I'm a celebrity. No, I'm fucking joking. <laughs> You're an ambassador. <laughs> I'm an ambassador. We, we, had, this, we had this talk I, when you were on my show. You're I, not a celebrity. You're right. an ambassador. I, a, <laughs> I haven't signed no autographs. <laughs> and I ain't planning to, you know. But you are. You are an ambassador. No, I'm just. I'm just. I'm just passionate about the fucking beer community, and I. I, I want to be able to fucking, you know, just further it in Kansas City, because, like I said, everybody I know in this town. Fucking lovely. Well, I, you, you say you say that about the city, but I think what what drew me in is that it's it's really beyond that. I mean, sure, you, at you, first. I mean, really, what brought me in though was that you know you told me the story. You went out to Pittsburgh to this big convention, and you started talking about diversity in the industry, yeah, 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 and in the community, and 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 that drew you in. So so we're gonna talk a lot about Kansas City because we're in Kansas City, and Kansas City is awesome. Kansas City is the best kept secret in the whole damn country. Yeah. But, but it's going to go beyond that. It's going to go beyond that really, really fast because there's so much out there, and the beer community is that much bigger. And I hate to quote John Bedoin. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> but you know what he always says? Damn it. All politics are local. That's not his quote. <laughs> he doesn't get credit for that. And look, He's, I love that man. He said it to me. I love that man. He is my brother. But it's true, though. Whoever but that's fuck not said his it. quote. Whoever said it. Damn it. Whoever said it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, it is. I mean, we start we start local, and then we 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 head out. It's true. So the show that I have 300 episodes coming up, it is about local politics, and and there's a line we say in there almost every week. What's that? 
you have the ability to affect more change in your backyard than you do anywhere else. That's real talk. That's real talk. So, yeah, talk. everything's local. I mean. Make it local, make it real. But we're going to talk about I mean, all sorts it, of things. If you want to change the world, change yourself first, bitch. Yep. <laughs> Did I call you a bitch? <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I break into a little Michael Jackson, little man in the mirror? I'm looking for the man in the mirror. <laughs> I wanted, hey. to, I wanted to grab myself and do a little leg twist there. That, whoa, that's <laughs> Kama Sutra shit sounding. <laughs> Kama Sutra and Michael Jackson. What's the difference? Yeah. Hey, kids, thanks for listening. This beer is Oh, that's how we're ending it? <laughs> yeah, that's how we're going to end. <laughs> that, that, that went sideways. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> wow. None of this is getting cut. Because it's real shit, though. This All is right. What, this is what happens when you drink um, 10 percenters. Okay. Um, anyway. We are the 10 percenters. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we're going to do this again. Um, the next time we're going to have a guest. Um, she's special to me. Uh, 11, 11.3 KC. Alana. She's going to be the, she's actually going to be the first guest. But this shit is going to get posted. Because it's, it should be. Yeah. It's real. Two dudes fumbling through a podcast. First time for everything. There and, you're, and you're the professional. What the fuck? Well, you know. Yeah. 300? 300. I've been on one podcast. It's yours. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Drive safe. Peace. <laughs>